This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode, another edition of Future Stars Now. I am the Rit, and here is my man, the man with the plan, Al Borland, Frank Fritz, Mutation, Mike Freeland. What's going on, man? I tell you what, I feel good. I feel really good. I'm in the holiday spirit. Uh, I'm officially on Christmas break from all my middle school brats. Oh, thank God. uh, Thank God for that. So uh, I only had to break up two fights and three cat fights uh, with girls today. Hey, once again, that's just a day in the life of a middle school teacher. Freeland, yeah, I gotta know. Did you pull Joey Styles and be like, "Cat fight, cat fight"? I did yell, "Oh my god!" in the hallway, and no one got it. And... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you, you're in a Catholic school, Freeland. You can't be yelling that. No, you're right, but in the middle of a fight, no one was really paying attention to that. Plus, the, the, the language that was being used was way more colorful than, oh my god. Oh, man. Well, Freeland. Yes. We got another great episode. We got another great guest. Indeed, we do. We only book the best of the best. Hey, Future Stars Now is where we concentrate on the indie talent so we can be with them on their journey to the stars. Well, you know, here's a big reason why we have future stars now is because we we we're we're, we're going to be one of those people who's like, hey, such and such, uh, but you hooked me up with some tickets to uh, WrestleMania, uh, but you hooked me up some tickets to Slammiversary. That's what we are, Rit. That's basically what we've become. We are going to be hanger-ons to these people when they're huge stars, and then we'll just be the those you know those two old guys in the Muppets who sit up in the balcony. That's going to be you and I. <laughs> Definitely, a hundred percent. But anyway, let's get to the let's get to the main event. Let's get to the real reason we are here today. Hey, hey Freeland, this indie star, he is Marcus Mathers, and if you don't know who he is, I've got a little video, a, l- a little video to got a little video for you. Gonna roll the tape. Roll that bad boy. They're gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk, cause they got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds. Another cock in the murder machine. They said, I'll say I just care. Believe the shit out of me. They can kill us as long as I want to bleed. So talk in your clothes. I'll talk a violent pose. Maybe I'll leave you alone when you're not me. Boys and girls in the clique The awful names at the stick You're never gonna fit in much, kid 
But if you're troubled and hurt, what you got under your shirt will make them pay for the things that they did. They said, I'll take it to scare the living shit out of me. And here he is, straight from Gorilla, Mr. Marcus. What up? Man, Marcus, good to see you, my friend. Immediately when that video went on, I said, I said three letters, A-E-Dub, baby. You need to be on dark. You need to be on dark. I'm trying. I want to be. (laughs) I'm going to have to put the bug in Jerry Lynn's ear. I'm going to have to say, we got a guy. We got a guy. We got a guy. needs to be. On a dub dark because you, my friend, are so physically gifted and athletic. Um, that was that was awesome to see that. So, welcome to the program, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, really excited to be here. Uh, really excited for this podcast. So, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. So, let's kind of kind of begin where it all started here. So, obviously, you're a young guy. Uh, you don't mind sharing your age with everybody? Oh, I'm 18. 18. Turned 18 this year, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, the things you are doing at 18, the experience that you have is is unbelievable. I mean, have you always been super athletic as far as involved in sports and whatnot before you got into wrestling? I feel like, yeah, I could say yes to that. Uh, My whole life, I, uh, most of middle school and uh, before that, I did baseball my whole life. And I tried, like, the uh, school wrestling in like fifth grade, I was like, yes, I don't like this. And then actually, soon when I went to high school, uh, freshman year, I joined the wrestling team because I knew it would help me in a lot of things. Because there's a lot of, a, you know, sim- like a lot of things that are similar. And uh, I knew that would help me. I never went in, you know, like wanting to go to states and all that stuff. I was actually, I went to my high school today to uh, watch like the uh, them practice and stuff. And then I lifted with them after. And it was like weird being back there because I graduated this year. So I've been in the building for a while, and uh, being back there was pretty cool, and just roll around with them for a little bit. But that it definitely helped me so much with the, this wrestling, and it's it's great. Let me ask you this: so the, normally the first question we ask people of any age, for that matter, is why pro wrestling? I mean, there's so many things that young people can aspire to do, and I mean, obviously you could go in any direction. Mm-hmm. What was it about pro wrestling that made you say, this is what I need to do and why? So my father, uh, Mark Angel, he, uh, he wrestled, he wrestles too. So for, uh, he wrestled my whole life. So for 18 years, I've basically been around the business and, uh, I got to be in locker rooms and see crazy matches and, uh, he would always take me to WWE shows, WrestleManias. We went to like nine WrestleManias in a row. It was awesome. Like, so I've always been around it. That's all I wanted to do, and uh, it's always something I wanted to do. But uh, there was everybody has that television show they flip to, and it was wrestling. I had a show more. I went to a CZW show, Cage of Death, when uh, Matt Tremont and DJ Hyde main event it. Yes. That show really, like, the whole thing from the beginning 
to the end. Uh, it was so packed there. The crowd, like everything, that was the night I knew I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I was like, I want to be in there. That's what I want to do. It's like, before that, you know, I was around it. I was a huge fan. But, like, it never, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This, like, that night and ever since then, I I wanted to be in that ring. And for the past two years now, I've been wrestling. It's all I want to do. Every weekend, I don't want any days off. I always want to be in. I always want to be in a ring wrestling. So you had mentioned you had kind of grown up in the business, obviously with a parent. So you're a second mm -hmm. generation wrestler. Um, I'm sure you've gotten a lot of tips and tricks and knowledge that you have picked up even before even your dad probably started mentioning anything to you, just because it's it's part of your culture. It's in your blood. I mean, you know this stuff probably more than people who are going to wrestling school now because mm -hmm. your wrestling education has been almost 20 years in the making when you think about it. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that when you did make the announcement, did your dad always know that you were at some point in time going to be a second-generation wrestler, or did he still think that you may do something differently? Yeah, he always knew, and his, always, his friends always – messed around too they were always like ah you're gonna be in here soon doing this with us and i was like yeah, yeah soon soon and so they like they always knew and uh because you know at the end of the shows like i would slide in the ring and i would mess around with my dad and some of the other guys some of the other uh great talent what was on the shows so they all they all knew that that's what i was gonna do and uh like soon i got to actually do this stuff like i had this like list in my head i never you know wrote it down but of the, all the guys who I've grew up with, who I wanted to wrestle, like my dad was my first match, and then after that, like I just wanted to wrestle all the guys who I grew up with and helped me and inspired me. And I actually, in my head, I finished that list. I wrestled all the guys that I've known for years. I got to wrestle them, and it was it was cool to be in there with them. So uh, your first match, you said, was against your father. So yes, it was. Uh, it, <laughs> most people are, you know are just nervous going out there in front of the crowd. How, what was your nerves and, and how nervous were you to go, be in the ring with your father? You know, I was, I was so nervous. I, I was so nervous. Cause like, it was like, that was the night. It was it. You know, I've never, never called myself a professional wrestler until that night. I know eh, sometimes they're like, it doesn't bug me, but like it, like, you know, it gets at me a little bit when people are training and they say they're a professional wrestler. Like, eh, not yet. Uh, like that night, and even a little bit after that night, I didn't say it too much because it was only my first match. But uh, like that was it. Like this is, I'm about to make my entrance. Like I and I invited all my, you know, I was a sophomore when I made my debut, so I invited Jeez. my whole wrestling team from my school. I invited all my my like friends I went to middle school because I went to middle school in like uh, I didn't go in like. I went to Philly uh, middle school there and then somewhere else for high school. So I invited all like my Philly friends and then all my family was there and their friends. So like, it was one of the most packed houses we had. Uh, and what we do here, we do, uh, we do shows every other Monday. There are student shows mm -hmm. and uh, so they would be Monday shows. So it was definitely the most packed Monday night here, maybe ever. It was, Super packed. So I was nervous about, you know, my first match. And it, of course, me and my dad, like, he was so excited. So he wanted to do all this crazy stuff. We actually got to do a, a door spot. I got to put him through a door. <laughs> like, 
I got a lot from my first match, I'll be honest. But uh man, I soon I walked out there and everything felt right though. It was like this just feels good. And it just it was like even doing before my match, like I'm looking out there and I'm looking through the monitor and I see like oh there's my mom, there there's my friends there. I was like, Oh my god, this is nuts, like it's packed out there. <laughs> so it wasn't like a first match and like, all right, well there's about ten people out. There must have been at least 75 maybe people there so i was wow i was nervous very ner- maybe more than that too that's just what i the least amount would be 75 i'd say there was a lot i was really nervous <laughs> so you go out there your dad's your first match uh did you do you stiff him a little bit like hey of course. hey you know what <laughs> oh man this is for this bam mm-hmm. of course you know there was a point i got to chop him up you know a lot and you know that was my moment and actually, the, the best part about this match was, so uh, my dad was chopping me around. And, you know, when it turned around and I got to chop him up a little bit, I told the crowd that I was like, shh, shh. And I winded up. And soon I was about to touch him. He flinched. So I was like, oh, no. So I pulled his arms back. I lifted up his shirt over his head. Ooh. I winded back even harder. Chopped him as hard as I can. And then took him to the other corner. Same thing. And I was like, I actually held his hand, too, with my other arm. Bam. Oh. Wow. It was it was definitely like, yeah, I'm like allowed to hit you now, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so when it came to obviously, you know, even before you started uh, training and, and doing different things in the ring, you said you'd obviously gotten the ring when you were watching your dad do his shows and whatnot. Were there any other second generation, like kids of dads or of the ladies who – you got to know as well as far as that was concerned and are any of them to your knowledge in wrestling at this point see like weirdly around here no i haven't met any uh sorry around here not really anyone but uh as i go to other places and i uh wrestle different people and at different promotions i'm meeting a lot more uh with billy now <laughs> she's yeah, she she's kind of podcast Yes, she's basically been around it. She kind of had the same thing. A little, I would say a little bit different than mine with my dad, you know, wrestling and, you know, mouse photography. But uh, it's almost the same exact thing. She's been around it for a long time, and she's got to be backstage and grow up with people, and now she's wrestling them. Another person, Nick Wayne. Uh, I didn't know too much about him, but I got to, I got to meet him at a Chicago GCW show. And we did the scramble with uh, Mike Jackson, that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to meet him and talk to him, and I found out about him. So more like as I'm going out, I'm meeting more people like that. And I seem to bond with them better. And I feel like it's because we were so similar and having that background of that. We kind of have always been around it. I was looking here at your resume in here and you have, gosh, you've really gotten a chance to go around and do a lot of different things, but uh, a place that the Ritster and I often hear about is IWA Mid-South. And what was your experience down there? And um, what was that like going down there for the very first time? Oh, it was great. It was wonderful. I actually, uh, my first time wrestling, I only wrestled there once. The other times it's been for pro wrestling train wreck, Mm -hmm. uh, Ian's son's company. Uh, J.C. Rotten, but uh, my only time I wrestled for IWA Mid-South, actually, was when the uh, the uh, Indianapolis Collective, that one, mm-hmm. uh, match, uh, 
since we're Matt Tremont students, me and a couple other kids, Sean Henderson, Austin Luke, we went down with him actually. And uh, we only went down with no matches. One, it was one maybe that we could work IWA Mid South. And uh, since Matt and I, Ian had a good relationship, uh, Ian let Matt put us on the show. Or vice uh, we got to have a uh, four way. It was me, Austin Luke, Sean Henderson, and Dylan McKay. We had to do a four way on that show. And uh, it was really cool. Uh, a lot of cool people wrestled for uh, IWA Mid South. So. It was uh it was really cool to wrestle for for Ian. But it was great. How quickly when you start obviously traveling around to either IWA or GCW or really anywhere, does your name start to come up more and more? And then you obviously get more connections and you get to talk to other people that you haven't gotten a chance and now all roads kind of converge amongst the next generation of wrestlers. Do you find that all of a sudden, you, you find that wrestling is a much smaller world, a smaller community than you really think because it's it's a very elite uh, fraternity, to be honest. I mean, that that's always been my opinion on that. Do you feel like you've made some great connections so far in the first two years? I think so, yeah. Because uh, And there's also a lot of places I'll go, and it's like, oh, I remember you when you were like this big. And some people I'll be like, oh, yeah. And then others are like, I have no clue who you are, but you know my dad and you remember me, so whatever. But, uh, no, I've definitely made such uh, great connections with a lot of great people. Uh, the first VXS show, actually, uh, where JTG was at, I just introduced myself to him and told him about uh, where I'm training and wrestling. And he actually just went off and started giving me all this advice. Wow. And uh, I actually messaged him later that day, and I was like, hey, man, like, I'm graduating next year. I just had, you know, was wondering, like, what did you do after school? Did you go to, like, straight to training? Because, you know, a lot of people were on me about college. And I didn't want to because this was all I wanted to do. But I talked to him about it. He, was, he told me his uh, opinion on it. You know, that really that really helped me a lot. Uh, another person I feel like I got really close with was actually a two-cold Scorpio. Mm -hmm. that I get to actually wrestle him in February. And I'm very excited for that. But, uh he was booked here a lot at the H2O Wrestling Center, and I just talking to him, picking his brain, and getting he would give me advice after my matches. I appreciate it so much. And now wherever I go, uh, he'll see me. Like uh, in Florida for that collective, he came up to me, shook my hand, and he was like, "Hey, baby, how are you doing? Oh, I love those new tights." And talk. I was like, "Oh, you remember me? This is awesome, man!" And we were talking there, and then I just wrestled in California with VXS, and we were talking there too. Like, so. I love having, like, I wouldn't say we have a crazy relationship, but I have a pretty good relationship with Two Cold Scorpio, and it's it's cool. And, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of people that I got to bond with and really pick their brain, and it's it's really cool. And I, it's one of the coolest things about wrestling. I feel like, every, I don't know, we all just are so close. It's like, I, I can go to VXS, no be like, people you'll see on AEW or like WB like years ago and I could talk to them and they're nice and they're willing to give that advice to us. It's really cool and I appreciate it so much. Uh, well, well, Marcus, you know, looking at your matches and your repertoire, uh, a lot of people like, you know, they are better at one thing than the other, but you, you've got a, you've got a nice collective package going on of aerial moves, technical moves, and then the hardcore style also. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you believe is your, like, 
your biggest strength, and what do you think you need to improve on? I would definitely start with improving. Uh, I'd definitely say my uh, my aerial, my flips and stuff like that, because I can do some things, but, like, sometimes my back flip will get really crooked. And I'm like, ah, and it just goes, like, sometimes, like, if I don't, if I feel like a situation's not right, like a dive, I may, like, try to put safety first and then mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just like whatever i'm just gonna do it and then sometimes it'll end up crooked and it's like ah, that sucks uh the hardcore style i've been around that my whole life being around like czw so i've seen that too so soon i was like able to do some hardcore stuff i'm like jumping on that right away because i love it obviously i don't want to do it too much because i don't want to destroy my body i already have a scar from a gusset plate on my arm that's slowly going away but definitely sucks <laughs> it's it's there it's gonna be there for a while but uh i i i love deathmatch wrestling and i love more of the story behind it and what we can create with it than just going in and just bashing each other just the story behind it if, uh two people can do is it's great i think personally you know watching highlights of you and watching your matches you do remind me of like a Dante Martin. Um, that was the first name that came to mind when I saw that. I was like, wow, a combination of Dante Martin and maybe uh, like either Matt or Mike Seidel. I think it would be Dante really- Dante Martin's actually somebody I uh, got recently close with too, surprisingly. And he's super nice. He's an awesome guy. And, and it, he, he knows me from Billy actually. Oh, okay. And then like he followed me back and then we started talking there. And now every time he sees me, so cool he'll talk to me he gave me this like he's like yo come here i want to give you this move to start trying and he showed me and i was like all right well i'll try it (laughs) and i did the other day actually and it's i i have to do it now and i'm going to (laughs) i think you just got like rit was saying just such a very awesome and unique and very athletic move set like I did see some rvd stuff in there as well but i did also see some hardy boys stuff in there and i also saw some dante martin stuff in there i mean is there any promotion so far that you haven't got a chance to work with that you would like to, uh, for example, a PWG, would that be something that you would like to, to do or, yeah. <laughs> um, a new Japan, um, type of stuff. Is there anything that you would like, you know what, within the next year or so, I really would like to try to get myself booked on one of these shows. So I'll start off with saying like, uh, I got to work some GCW stuff, but, uh, I feel like I have like, there's a lot more I want to do with GCW and I really want to, you know, ride that train with them right now and because i've been a gcw fan since day one because i've also been around it i got to go to shows at the old game changer so that's a place like i've done a lot uh, some things there but i want to i want to do more stuff there if, if that makes sense mm-hmm. but a places i've have not wrestled for that i'm dying to definitely pwg i would love to be there uh, another place is beyond yep beyond's beyond's a great place i really want to wrestle for them hopefully uh hopefully that can happen soon that's Really cool. And, of course, New Japan, AEW, those are goals that I would love to be at. WWE, of course. I I think what's really interesting right now, the world of wrestling that we're at, I mean, take WWE aside because they like to create their own situation. I mean, they like to create their own people the way they like to model them. I love the fact that the NWA definitely brings tons of people in. Mm -hmm. Um I love the fact that AEW Dark and Elevation bring people in. And it's like almost like their version of NXT 
But I love the fact that you can have all of this crossover going on. You can get booked on an NWA show. You can get booked on Dark. Or you could go to GCW. Or you could go to literally any MLW, other place. MLW, MLW, yes. Impact. And it's like, damn, this is pretty awesome. Like, I can continue to yeah. fill my resume with great matches with guys that I may have not originally had a chance to when everyone was contractually obligated to like one place. But now, because they are treating wrestlers more like independent contractors the way it should be, um, I feel like for someone like you, there's going to be great matches uh, literally anywhere that you're going to be able to go. So really excited about seeing what's going to be happening for you, especially come 2022. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Thank you. Like what you were saying, uh, someone when – when you were just saying that popped in my mind right away was uh, Alex Zane actually. Yes. Like he got to, when he came back, you know, he got to do ring of honor and then go to impact, you know, just like, it's awesome. Like, it's so cool. Look, look at, look at Matt Cardona. Matt like, Cardona right now. Look, he's, like he's using his name and his brand to get over all these different promotions, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and being in WWE, he couldn't do that before. No. And look at him now. He's like, on you, top of you, the world. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where he's going to show up. I mean, exactly. Marcus, you could be wrestling Johnny Gargano soon. You could be wrestling Kyle O'Reilly soon. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, so you crazy. literally could be working with these people. Um, One promotion that I don't know if you've gotten a chance to work with them before, but we're good friends with PPW in Pennsylvania. And I'm telling you, PPW, we're friends with people in AAW, which is in Chicago. So we'd be more than happy to uh, little little birdie know oh, I would um, love to. to check out your your booking availabilities because man I would love to see you um, mix it up with people from all different oh, promotions. PPW, no, I would love to. Yeah, I'm in PPW I'm has in Philly, like, so yeah, PPW has Casey Navarro from MLW. They got Davey Richards. Oh, you know, I, I, I would I, love I, to wrestle Davey Richards. Davey Richards is a machine. Mm, you know, he is. So, but uh, Marcus. My man, right here. The hardest question you're ever going to oh, sit there no. and... Why oh, are you going to no. do this to him? We're oh, just having no. a great conversation. I don't like this. The, the hardest question. Hey, you can sit there and tell JTG that this is harder than the SATs. Oh, look at you, <laughs> Dr. Seuss. That's good. Okay. Hot, right. tub, hot tub time machine. All right. You can go back in time... To any wrestling match in history, you're going to take somebody out of the match and put you in the match. What match is it and why? Ooh, in right. the annals of time, you're going to look at any match and you're going to say, hey, you're out, curtain jerker. Go get my boots. I'm taking your spot. Ooh, all right. See, I'm thinking of great, like, legendary matches. And I don't want to choose them because it's like those were legendary matches because they were legendary. Everyone people. says that. Everybody says, says that. So it's hard. So I'm trying to think of like mid card matches that were like oh, man, the, awesome. See, we, we had Dan Barry on once, and without a shadow of a doubt, he goes, Hogan and Andre. Hogan out. I'm wow. in. He's like, I'm body slamming Andre, giving him the leg drop. One, two, three, collect the paycheck. I'm going home. I'm like, okay, there we go, Dan. Damn. Um, I mean, I okay, let me as you're thinking, crazy. let me throw some things. Yeah, you out. do that. 
I could see I could see Marcus with a Christopher Daniels. I could see him in an, in an ultimate X match from TNA old school. I could see him with AJ, Samoa Joe. I could see him with um, Loki. I got, one. I, got Loki. One. I I just literally see you tearing it up with somebody. Uh Brian Danielson. I could see him doing that. Um, so anyway, just ju- getting the juices flowing. So what do we got here? All right, I I've came up I come up with one. All right, I love this guy. I love him to death. My second favorite wrestler. So I don't mean this in a bad way. This may come off a little. Uh, this may come off bad. Well, let's just turn it off. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Sting. Take Jeff, Jeff Hardy out. Oh, Bound for glory. Oh. And I don't wow. mean that. I love Jeff Hardy. I am the no, biggest I, Jeff Hardy yes. fan, supporter. I actually made a post. I got to have a Jeff Hardy with my dad. He worked for TNA for a little bit, not wrestling, but got to do merch with them for a while. And at one of the shows, I got to have a football catch with Jeff Hardy. He's another one, like, coolest guy ever. I love him to death. So that's no disrespect. What? Wait a minute. Okay, this is completely off topic here. Off topic. Your dad, did he do merch for him back in like 2011-ish? Yes. I know your is dad. Is your dad Don really? West? Your no. dad, your, I think your dad worked the, worked the show for me. Wait a minute. He Six may degrees of Kevin Bacon. He yes. worked. It was a lot around Jersey and massive, a little bit in New York. Did, did he work for uh, with Massive Mike? Yes. Oh, my I love, goodness. I love Oh, Mike. my goodness. Six degrees. We're all related now. Massive Mike, uh, D-Line, work for me. Mm -hmm. Massive Mike's the man. Oh, man. Wow, that's crazy. I I booked you and didn't even sit there and know this. Well, thank you, because I got to have a football catch with Jeff Hardy, and I got to meet all these cool wrestlers and watch great wrestling. So thank you for uh, (laughs) booking my uh, dad. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, you you can put a good word in to get your dad on the show, right? You can. uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Good deal. Uh, How crazy is this? You know what? In wrestling, that's the beauty of it. Like, for us wrestling fans, somehow we find out, oh, I was at this show. Were you at that show? We You look at mm-hmm. pictures and whatnot. But for the wrestlers, it's kind of cool because, like I said before, it's that very small, intimate community. And with the Rit being a promoter and running his own promotion, he's gotten to know people, and I've gotten to know people through him, and then it just kind of spirals everywhere. So, very, very cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's small, crazy. Small world. Seriously. I can't wait to call my dad and tell him that after. You don't think that's awesome. Well, I tell you what, it has been really fun. And we have just literally, literally just cracked the the, the top of this thing. There's still much more meat on the bone to, to talk about with you. Um, love to go ahead and, and book a follow-up, book a part two to this because – I would love our audience to get to know you more, get to know you as the person more, goals, ambitions, some other things, some other matches um, that are your top favorites so we can kind of go over that and we can kind of fan out with that as well. So uh, what do you say to a part two? I would love to. Uh, I'm thinking thinking a first ever father-son episode. Whoa. We could do that. That could work. Look at this, huh? That could work. We're doing business already. And we can tell. We can, Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, did you put your dad over in that match? Or did he? No. No way. I can't. Come on. <laughs> his, you know his, it now. His dad. No, he's not... actually beating me every time we wrestled. 
But you do whisper to him, I really could take you. <laughs> all the fans, they chant. They're like, your son's better every time he comes. Yes. Love it. That's all it is. Love it. Is. Marcus, I tell you what, before we let you go, please tell us where can people follow you, social media, if there's merch, upcoming shows. I mean, at this point, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can get tickets, and how can they follow you to find out if you're going to be in their neck of the woods. Awesome. So uh, I'll start out with me first. Uh, my Twitter is uh, Marcus Mathers one Instagram, Marcus underscore Mathers underscore, I believe. Uh, this weekend, I'm wrestling at H2O on Friday and Saturday night. You can watch that on IWTV. Yes, love it. And then on Sunday, I'm wrestling for JCW. That is free on YouTube on uh, Game Changer Wrestling's YouTube. And I do have a merch store now on Big Cartel. Nice. And I have shirts, new shirts, new hoodies, uh, trading pins, a bunch of stickers, and a card. So We will make sure we promote all of that stuff and make sure that put some money in your pocket because you're a good dude. And Thank you, know you what? so much. You're part of the family. Thank you. And that Big Cartel is in all my bios, or it's just marcusmathers.shop.bigcartel. Perfect. We will make sure we, we uh, push that along here. Thank you Marcus, so much. thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll be in contact with you for a part two. Thank you. Please do. Thanks, All right. man. Take care. Thank See you. Ya. Tell your See dad ya. I said hi. I will, for sure. Thank you. Yep. All right. Man, that was super cool. Once again, once again, you de- never know what's going to happen in an interview. And we just found out. Look at hey. this. When he when he said his dad's work name early, you see me jump on my phone. I saw you and I was like, wait a minute, uh, wait uh, a minute. I'm like, I'm like, this name sounds familiar. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, when he worked for TNA doing merch, I'm like, no, it isn't. Man, crazy, crazy. It's so crazy. But to know that you had a part in that and you booked him. And now, I mean, he probably was around when you were booking uh, his dad and he could have been running around at your show. It's, it's so, it's just, I don't know. I know I sound corny, but right now, but life is crazy. You just never know. It's like going on vacation and then running into somebody from your neighborhood. You're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And and it's weird because he just, <laughs> he just made me feel really old. <laughs> Because <laughs> I remember his dad back then when we were young, 10 years ago. Yeah. Which would have made me 28. And like like now I'm I'm interviewing his son. I know. It's like, damn. But let me tell you something about this kid. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. He's incredibly talented. He's a good looking dude. He has the look. I think he will go far. I'm just, I'm saying that right now. Where he is in two years, where he'll be in a year from now, holy crap. Man, so, he, he kind of reminded me of a of a Ace Austin a little bit, too. He might be the guy who has to go toe-to-toe with Hook. You never know. Huh? Huh? And how cool Man. is it I compare him to Dante Martin? He knows Dante Martin. What are the odds? What are, what are we talking about? Exactly. Huh? Uh, but uh hey another episode of future stars now in the books hey don't forget guys head on over you want some merch from future stars now uh-oh got- here it is bam <laughs> head on over to brainbustertees.com forward slash other forward slash front row material check out all of our stuff 
We got FRM Pod merchandise. We got Six Degrees of Written Renegade. We've got your Call to Beardo, and of course, we've got our Future Stars Now merchandise. Great designs, all of them mostly done by Base Kip. Check him out on Twitter. He's a good guy, and he will get what you want, no problems. So, Freeland. Yes, sir. Another episode in the books. Yes, it's been fun, dude. Ritster, I always enjoy sharing a microphone with you because your experience and your connections in the business allow me to be a part of it. And it's just, like I said before, it's fun. And hopefully the listeners get to enjoy this as well. And they get to come along with us on this journey because these are the stars of the future. These are the next Cena's rocks. Um, Daniel Bryan's Kenny uh, CM Omega. Punk's Kenny Omega. Well, ah, might only be one Kenny Ken. All right. But these are the people who are going to be all over your TV screen highlighting pay-per-views for the next 20 to 30 years. And that's where you get to learn about them right now. So I will shut my mouth with that being said. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. See you guys next week on Future Stars Now. The world of NLW Radio never stops.